0: This is Frank Skinner.
1: Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 1215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Got it. Morning. Got it. Morning, boys. See it. Say it. <laughs> What's, what's that thing that they say on trains? See, it say it's so, sorted, See but also it sort of sounds
0: like sort-it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So it's unclear whether they're telling us to do it or
1: whether it's already finished. Yeah. Oh, sort-it. Sorry, I thought you were being a bit um A bit rude. blue, immediately oh, blue. Yeah, but I was <laughs> going to write it off as a, a marathon running injury so as to keep the whole thing legit. <laughs> I'm a legit actor. I remember William Hartnell being uh, the first Doctor Who being interviewed in Panto after his Doctor Who reign had finished, and he got really stroppy. The bloke says, "So this is—is is this what you're thinking you're going to do now for the rest of your career?" He said, "I'm a legit actor." <laughs> he said, "I don't—I'm not planning on doing front of cloth." <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Front of cloth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I we do, mate. It. Pierre. Yeah. Before Ooh. you get sniffy about it, we do front. You're of
2: cloth. front of cloth. We're front of cloth. Yeah, we very are. much so.
1: Oh. I was front of cloth last night at the um, at the Museum of Comedy. Were um, you now? Mm. Nice room, nice I, cloth. Yeah, I'm a sort of living exhibit of the. Uh...
0: <laughs> you, you are on loan. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I'm on loan from the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Um...
2: Is there a plastic screen over you?
1: There should be like like mm. little Titch's shoes. Yeah, they've got little. Do you know who little Titch was? No, but I'm intrigued. Little Titch was where the word. You know, Titch for someone who's small. I was called
2: that often during. Well, I'm year. sorry
1: to hear that. I
2: quite liked it. Did you? Okay, I always
1: liked it. Is it cool. acceptable now, Titch, or is that has that gone with uh, so many unkindnesses? I'm not sure. I really. don't know. Well, if there's anyone listening... As a small and person, I'm, that, good. I'm, I'm good with it. OK, well, that's it. We've got you mm. on our side. Anyway, there was no Titch. No small people were called Titch until Little Titch. Oh, right. he, he was the uh, the pioneer...
2: Strange claim.
1: ..of Titchness. I mean, he was small. He was four foot six. Mm. And uh, six fingers on each hand while we're at it. all oh, right. Get, wait for it. I haven't finished. Three of them webbed. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Only three? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I think you like to keep, uh, you keep, keep, keep three. He was a, a tic-tac at the local race course. You had to keep three nimble. <laughs> Do you know what a tic-tac is? <laughs> no, a tic-tac... Um, uh, what used to happen at... Um, Horse racing. I don't think I've never seen. I've never seen a tic tac in recent years. People tap their hands and hold up three fingers and stuff, and they're signalling to the other bookmakers about what the price is. It was
2: all done in a fabulously sort of amateur way. And
1: they'll say things like double carpet, blah blah blah. I don't know what any of it meant. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, little. I, I love. This one, I don't know what we're talking about, little. T- they have got his shoes there. He wore these incredibly long shoes. So, that, and he did a dance with them—a very specific. What sort of a dance? Well, uh, he, actually, the bloke who, um, who works at um, the Museum of Comedy showed me a video of little because I was talking about the shoes. Showed me a video, and the first. Four minutes of the act is in putting the shoes off, <laughs> and then he basically like he, he's able to lean really far forward because they're so long, you know, one of those things. Oh, but he yeah. also goes right up onto the toe. They're about eighteen inches long, the <laughs> shoes. Anyway, I've got to tell you, this is my favourite bit. So why Titch then? If that was the first one, where did it come from? Mm. It was because. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you after this. (laughs) I didn't think we'd start with a little Titch cliffhanger, but here we are. Frank Skinner on Absolute
2: Radio. You left us on a a little cliffhanger. Yeah, so this is information
1: for anyone who's ever been called Titch in their whole life that the reason you're called that is there was a four-foot-six musical performer called Little Titch, and he was called Little Titch because he looked a bit like a man known in... uh, in popular culture at the time, as the Titchborne claimant,
2: oh, <laughs> and the Titchborne—what's <laughs> that? Gwyneth Paltrow skiing? Trial? <laughs> it's a bit like that.
1: There was this bloke who was the heir to a fortune, and uh, he I was in—he was in a shipwreck, and they were never seen again. And then uh, a couple of years later, uh, a man turned up claiming to be him. So that he can get uh, the inheritance
2: mayor in
1: and the the desperately you know sad old mother thinks it's him and all the relatives are going oh, I don't think so, and then some bloke comes forward and says, no no he's a, he's a butcher, I know him and um <laughs> but Little Titch apparently before he was called Little Titch he looked like the Titchborn claimant so that's how his name came along <laughs> what am so, I telling you this? so the Titchborn claimant was a tiny no just <laughs> facially he wasn't no <laughs> Hang on! <laughs> if could so. have said the problem is, it could be him, but he's about three foot shorter than he used to be. He looks no. just like him, apart from the height and the shoes and the fingers and the webbed fingers. And the... <laughs> no, no, he just facially, just facially. Anyway, don't forget this morning's texting. Um, breakfast in bed—is it still a thing? Uh, I, I tell you what—I hate breakfast in bed. Do you? Do you? Like, oh, I, I mean, I haven't had it for years, but yeah. I, Why not?
2: Yeah, but you're quite.
1: How can I put this? You know, luxury things that are that don't and feel. You don't like, like luxury, a luxury
2: things. You're very puritanical about these. You know, like the way you bath. You always say, "Oh, Catherine, you just. I mean, not that you witnessed me, but you know, anecdotally, you know this. So you just lie there. You don't do anything in the bath. No. He doesn't understand, Pierre, the point of enjoying a bath for a bath's no, sake. And no. I think you're the same about maybe the breakfast.
1: No, because, um, you know, when people get the candles out around the bath, <laughs> you know, that and a bit of music, and you can't listen to, remember, this is absolute where real music matters, but you can't lie in the bath with the candles and listen to, like, Metallica. It's got to be <laughs> yarny, you know. <laughs>
2: I would agree that candles around the bath are a bit keep calm and drink Prosecco tea towels. Yes, they
1: are. Okay.
2: However, um, and and a rose petal is very overrated.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Even on a rose, I find. (laughs) I've
0: never understood that. What's that? The scattering of the petals in the bath. Are they... (laughs)
1: They no, I, I stayed something? in a hotel in Cape Town once where they scattered um, rose petals from the door when you went in to the bed. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, how was it? Was that helpful? Well, I found it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could have been wandering around. That's how big the suites were. I stayed in, in those. Yeah. My goals in years. <laughs> we've got to. We've got to lay a trail for Frank. He's yeah. going to get lost. Yeah, no, they've hired a trail
2: layer, <laughs> for Frank. Uh,
1: well, I, had, yes. I had a Sherpa to get me to the to the bedroom <laughs> section. Got I, short. Tell,
2: I'm interested by the breakfast in bed. Mm. Resistance oh, no, though. Oh. What is the reason for the resistance?
1: Well, I, I have got an old-fashioned view of the digestive system. That oh. I, my mum used to say, if you eat lying down, it'll just sit there, and oh. you, it won't. It won't. You know, you need a bit of gravity to get it to where you oh, want okay. it to go. Oh. I see. My my issue with it is the idea of sort of the the. The knife and fork sort of elbow work, lying down oh, or even propped oh, up. Yeah. It's, a bit, yeah, it's a bit infirmary. You get those, you know, those sort of rolled doll trays with <laughs> like a pillow on the bottom of them. Oh, yeah. so, oh, oh God! Yeah. I mean, you know, when I'm a hundred I might have breakfast in bed because I do everything in bed because I live in bed. (laughs) But other than that, um, no.
2: It's the housekeeping afterwards that concerns me. I can't enjoy Mm. it because I think, oh, now I've got to take it downstairs and then load the dishwasher and there'll be crumbs everywhere. And
1: just putting it on the floor from bed is difficult. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. It's a horrible. As I talk about it, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> the whole idea of breakfasting. If anyone's having him breakfast in bed as we speak, well done you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, what? What gibt? Well, as they say in Germany, as it's a German theme this this uh, week with the king out there and stuff. Being nice. Oh, yeah. Making some cheese. Did he make some cheese? Hmm. Conquista. Mm. Oh, but he blamed German it on cheese. someone else. <laughs> I'm no, assuming what? that's a euphemism. <laughs> 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 it's so modern you, diplomacy.
2: <laughs> what do you think of this, Frank? Ross Bridges uh, has this for you. Cup of tea in bed is utter bliss, though, Frank. Oh, no. Really? Where, where
1: am I going to get it from? Hmm. What do you mean? Well, I don't have me goblin teas made anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. She walked. <laughs> um, oh, heaven's sake. No, so. I don't have that. And Kath would never bring me a cup of tea in bed in a million years. Oh, Kath's years.
2: great at making me tea. She'll make
1: tea, but she wouldn't She wouldn't do stairs with it. No,
2: Is she? Some sort of And also, I don't, I don't
1: want it. I, what, where am I going to sit up? And I have to sit up. If I want to sit up, I might as well get into a chair. If I'm going to get into a chair, I might as well go downstairs. Yeah,
2: you um, you're not fond of a... I like a hot chocolate in bed, though. Oh, no. Have you I never don't done like, that? No. I feel sometimes, Frank... It's difficult, but I'm going to say it. Um, you sometimes... You you resist the pleasures in your life. I don't think... But
1: I, I've tried tea in bed, and you're in all... You're flat. It's, it's like you're at the wrong angle to drink you are. tea. Yes. It's going on your chin... It's boiling hot. It's, uh, it's all wrong. Do
2: you not prop yourself up? I have four pillows.
1: I oh, know, I don't like How that. How many do you
2: pillows do you have, Pat? <laughs> First thanks. thing
1: I do when I get into a hotel is throw every <sighs> pillow except one on the floor. Yeah.
2: Absolute monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How many pillows do you have? One. <laughs> what?
1: Well, look, I don't have very big shoulders. If I have more Monte than Cristo one. in
2: the cell.
1: No, no, I don't. That, oh, I hate the pillows. How thing. many pillows? Cushions. Yeah. You get cushions on the bed. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm just going yes. to uh, buy a Persian cat. Yes, exactly. Or lay a crown on one oh, of them. Oh, there's so many things that are seen as like a luxurious, like a bubble bath. You know that? When the bubbles get cold <laughs> before the water. It's sort like of cold, clammy bubbles on you, <laughs> sort of crust. And you had to keep using your hand as a whisk <laughs> to
2: get to get the
1: bubbles going. You oh, do. Is this
2: supposed to be fun. That's what you, that's what you said. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not with
0: you on baths, but I'm with you on the m- mugs of tea and breakfast in bed. Because as you say, what you, you like a bubble bath. I like soaking in a bath. I won't.
1: I won't. I will Do you like a bubble bath? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is this? You can't handle the truth.
1: Exactly. <laughs> don't evade like my questions. <laughs>
2: Your witness. Do yeah. you like a bubble bath? Sure. Yeah.
0: No further questions. Sure. I would never. I don't own any bubble bath, but if I was offered one, I would take one.
2: <laughs> mm. I notice you haven't even bothered asking me the question.
1: I assume you yeah. like a bubble bath.
2: I had one last night. Did you there really? Were so many bubbles you wouldn't believe it.
1: Oh. <laughs> it wasn't matey was it? No. Do it you remember was... matey? Are you aware of matey oh, I yeah. had I had uh, Miss Matey <laughs> Oh Miss Matey yeah. Um matey, um famously claimed to fame was that it cleans the bath as well. That was how the advert used to the it lazy like the people most...
2: in the seventies. There was
1: their angle. Yeah, it was until it was um, discovered that matey contained bleach. Was which that um, it? yeah. Did uh, it? It doesn't anymore.
2: I didn't know that. I think perhaps.
1: it went off the market for a bit and then came back and stopped talking about cleaning the bath because we're, someone we're had said if you don't take the bleach <laughs> out you you can't stop. Yeah. Were I children think, paler in the seventies yeah, as a result? Well they just had less skin.
0: Yes. They
2: were <laughs> I just, shinier. I just had blonde streaks. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was I'm very uh, new. new, it's a bottle of fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes,
1: yes, it had a lovely sort of shanty theme, didn't it? It did, yeah. Oh. I love a shanty. I haven't seen a shanty on a, an advert for ages. I can't think of a group of people less inclined to luxurious bubble baths than pirates. Shanty singing sailors. No, exactly. <laughs> well, it was it was pirate theme. Matey being what pirates call of each gosh. other. And the
2: bottle was in the shape of Matey in a rather creepy way. He had a pirate gear on, but Miss Matey, she was pirate, but a pink pirate. She oh. had a pink dress.
1: Wasn't it considered bad luck to have a woman on a ship in those days? It was.
2: Oh, I thought they liked a woman on the ship, and not with much on, if you know what I mean. No, I, think, uh, I oh, think that. Oh, uh, that was that's the ladies with. Um... What the figurehead? Yeah, is yeah. that different?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think if you are wooden, you're all right. <laughs> it gets people into a lot of places. It's it's, it's quite a. <laughs> it's a bit of an AIA pass. The uh, being wooden, we can all think of plenty of people we know who get into showbiz doves on those grounds. Frank Skinner on Absolute
2: Radio. Frank, it... Uh, oh, by the way, Pierre has got very, I'm going to say almost obsessed with mm. Métis in that musical oh, really? interlude. I've yeah.
0: done some research. Obviously, Of I've course, to you've them. checked
1: with me that it existed because everything I say, Pierre, thinks I'm <laughs> making it up.
0: This is this is your paranoia about my research. Yeah. Um, I did think I knew Métis, but I knew the, mod- the modern Métis. Yes, no. Sans bleach, you mean? Sans, Songs bleach. <laughs> and
2: L- lightweight.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: My day, the children were raw. Yeah. Um, and pink. the The modern matey has got sort of, I would say, more advanced graphic design. It's very sort of gym, <laughs> well, it's got, gym lad. It's
2: actually got some. You mean?
0: Yes, the, you, the sort of the sort of it's faces. He's a and pirate, shape. though. Isn't he?
2: Well, the main matey
0: is a sort of wholesome-looking gym lad. And there is a pirate option available. G-Y-M uh, or Jim G Y M
2: or J
0: I M J I M, yeah. But also, oh. he looks like he could, you know,
2: bit of a gym he's, lad he's as in, well. He's in
0: shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the old matey, I've looked up from the from the the eighties design. It's very sort of abstract. <laughs> I was saying it looks sort of Soviet North Korean propaganda.
1: <laughs> oh, cheerful, okay.
0: Cheerful sailor. Cheerful sailors will guide us to the dawn of the revolution. Oh, the, the
1: glory of labour
0: and <laughs> yeah. all that.
2: Why do you think Frank loves it?
0: <laughs> yes, and Miss and Miss Matey, she's also got a sort of neckerchief, but seems more like she's being left in the
1: port. Wouldn't gym lad be a good thing for like people who see uh, people who like um, gentlemen, be they um, gay Uh, Heterosexual females, whatever. (laughs) What if to go, our gym lad. If somebody looks like they go to the gym. If they're a bit shredded. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Oh, gym lad. When they go back. That would be a real aphrodisiac. I
0: think if you put a lot of time into the gym and someone gave you a pirate-themed compliment like that slash cat call. I think you'd be delighted. What about if
2: well, they uh, should call a chain of gyms
1: that? Jimla, Jimla,
2: Jimla. You about... could
1: claim it was like that you know like H. Samuel. It could be the surname could be Jimla R- and it could gym-lar. be R Jimla. Doc Jimla. <laughs> yeah. <R-dot
0: gym-lar. laughs> yeah. You could do it. Our Gym Lad a chain of gyms of pirate fitness, climbing ropes. That's it? <laughs> yeah,
2: and all the instructors, what I like is a subtle nod. I'll do the aesthetics. A subtle nod, just a little stripe on the teeth. Yes. I yeah. don't want curd <laughs> cheese. We don't want to be going... You know, over the overboard here.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think, I we think... we open your chests. Could be there uh, <laughs> That's good.
0: That could be the. Slogan. That's that's good. Fantastic booty, etc. Oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah. Arr, <laughs> <gym man! laughs>
2: I think this could work. I do as well. And you know fit. what? You could have there would be a lot of plank going on in there. Plank, <gasps> oh. oh, of
1: course, yeah, plank, and as you say, climbing the thing. Guys,
2: I genuinely think this is a really good bit. Should we go on the Apprentice or pirate something? Fitness. Oh no,
1: the Dragons Den we want. Yeah, bi- yeah. Pirate Fitness. Yeah. Imagine
2: us pitching the R gym. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think loading a can. We're, we're looking for an investment <laughs> yeah. of seventy uh, percent. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we need eighty quid to buy a parrot, <laughs> <laughs> which will be our receptionist. <laughs>
0: no, no prizes for guessing how much membership costs per month. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh, oh, I mean, yeah, lo-
1: ironing
0: is the sort of thing they do at
1: CrossFit. You carry a big kettlebell, yeah. and
2: we could all get our oh, very
1: right. uh, very. Um, Britain's strongest man, isn't he, carrying cannonballs?
2: Yeah. And we could all get our ears uh, pierced, tax deductible. Big hoops. Lovely. Big (laughs) hoops.
0: All three of us have big hoop (laughs) earrings. (laughs) Pointing (laughs) at them. It's going well.
1: Yeah. (laughs) we would like gymnasts going (laughs) up and down on our big hoop (laughs) (laughs) earrings. I'm not having my leg off now, and that's fine. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: So... I mean, we've had people getting in touch. Uh, Ruth Jordan has says, the are Jim Land pirates. Jim Land? No. She's called it Jim Land. I oh, know, it's Jim Land. I know, I know. Oh. I'm just reading it as it was sent.
1: Come on. Okay. That's a trouble <laughs> breakfast in bed. You chew in, you can't hear the radio. <laughs>
2: no, I thought maybe she was trying to sort of play with the pun. A bit. Oh, okay. You know? Anyway, she said they're crying out for a ball pool. Aren't they?
1: Well, I'm crying out for a ball pool.
2: <laughs> you always are.
1: But um, I was yeah. a bit put off by tales of stuff that people had found in ball pools. Well,
2: we're going to get onto some of those yeah. shortly, oh, so I'll really just in touch. <laughs>
1: Yeah. In- <laughs> the, 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 the wallet in my other suit I've the most <laughs> embarrassing that must to. have fallen in the ball pool <laughs> <laughs> I was there earlier that would
2: be great if that was your sort of catchphrase excuse yeah. <laughs> I think it's always
1: just slap slap your trousers and coat and go oh, oh wallet in my other suit, most embarrassing You <laughs> get away with anything
2: Yeah. <laughs> dear frank and friends hmm This is from someone who refers to themselves as unsavoury character. Okay. I love that sign-off. He's also called Ben. I think Ben might have been in touch before. Uh, Dear Frank and friends, I would like to share my April Fool success with you all, as this year I feel I've nailed it. Okay? First of all, Ben says, first of all, Frank, I got my boyfriend with the leaky toilet. Oh. Can you, um, would you care to Well, that was it? my
1: son. My son came in, uh, my son, Buzz, came into the room. I guess he was about eight, and he said there's a leak in the toilet. And Kath goes, oh, no, it's a Saturday, and whatever it was. It, I think it was, anyway. And uh, when we went in, he'd just taken a leak out of the fridge, the <laughs> vegetable, and just put it <laughs> on the top of the toilet. I still ate it.
2: <laughs> it, it was an improvement on, a vast improvement on Frank's idea a few years prior to that, which was, Frank... Was that
1: the leaking toilet one or the stolen car? You, Yeah, can you... Well, either of them. Yeah, I did say... Yeah, I'm not very good at... My worst ever one, and I have told this story before, but it is April the 1st, was that I told Kath, my partner, that I, I was going to do a... I've been offered a TV show <laughs> with Gok Wan... Oh yeah. In which we um, wandered um, the streets of northern towns and cities. With me in an avant garde, a different avant garde outfit. <laughs> and the program was called "Why Are You Wearing That?" <laughs> and it was like vox pops, people asking me what, me asking them what they thought. And she got really upset and you know when people get upset with an April Fool so upset you're frightened to tell them it's an April Fool yes, yeah. and she said well you're just not the person that I thought you were she said <laughs> really? honestly well, she I said if you're
2: very much the person I thought you were she <laughs> said if
1: you're going to do that I think we have to like think about our relationship and it's no. yeah
2: yeah. this sh- silly show this
1: yeah <laughs> That's a bit harsh. And uh, it was really, because I was upset she'd said that. You were, And then you became
2: quite invested in the show. Yeah, and then I was
1: going to phone Gok, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, yeah, but what an overreaction that is. That's to massive. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad a show, would it? Yeah,
2: yes, it <laughs> would.
1: I mean, I would be operated as some sort of exhibit. I'd, Nevertheless. I'd, I'd watch it. Would you? Yeah, you would. You'd watch me humiliated in any context.
2: Watch it? I'd watch nothing else for the rest of my life.
1: Just what if it was like a massive <laughs> hit? Oh, why are you wearing that? It
2: took off in America. It was on Netflix. Uh,
1: hi, I've got Quan. This week we're in Workington.
2: Frank being wheeled around <laughs> Wisconsin and the world tour. Oh man, yeah, it would be great. Can anyway. we come back to Ben, the unsavory character, yes. and his April Fools, which was very much inspired by Frank? Would you wear that? Why are you wearing that, Skinner?
1: Oh, was it really? Okay, mm. well let's. Um, yeah, we'll come back to that after this. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at frankontheradio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk.
2: We were mid... You, we left things on something of a cliffhanger. Mm-hm. Um, Unsable character... it involves the
1: Titchborne claimant? No. <laughs> OK.
2: Unlike so many uh, other things in your life, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, this was unsavoury character, aka Benjamin, had got in touch with us. Oh yes, and Benjamin had been trying out some April Fools on his boyfriend. Okay, April Fool or April Fools? April Fool, perhaps. So uh, it's a good
1: question. Though. I've heard it called both. Okay, mm.
2: as Ben says, for, he tried out the leaky toilet. Right. Your, uh, actually, I'm going to say that's a, a Buzz it
1: is. creation. That was a, that was a Buzz one. Yeah. The
2: leaky toilet he tried out. Uh, he goes on to say it's a timeless classic and a real. I'm having that. Mm. He was immediately. This is the uh, the boyfriend. He was immediately very stressed and came hurrying to the bathroom.
1: It's good. I mean, this is why I um, think April Falls on a uh, Saturday is good, because mm. if you have got a leak, it's such a pain, then the weekend yeah. the prices go up if you can get anyone.
2: Ben goes on mm. to describe his reaction at discovering it was an April fall. Yeah. He was amused and relieved.
0: Uh, ah. Lovely. A good combo. Yeah, Se- especially well, in the toilet.
2: Well, quite. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why they put those cartoons on the
1: wall, isn't it? Oh, was, I
2: Secondly... That. I messaged. This is uh, Ben's second April Fool.
1: Yeah,
2: he's not come here to mess about. No, he'd be a nice friend for you, Frank. That's
1: pushing it. He's not on the same person.
2: Yeah. Oh no, this isn't on the same
1: person. Okay, because I mean that would be that would be seeing the boy as some sort of uh, naive to fall for it twice. <laughs>
2: Secondly, Mm. I messaged my group chat of mates asking if anybody wants to come to the Formula One in Melbourne with me tomorrow as a friend has pulled out, he's giving his ticket away for free. Now, I'm a homosexual and there is not a (laughs) single person in my life who is even remotely interested in motorsport. Thank God. So, I received a dozen extremely polite And very confused replies. And some questions about my mental health. After pushing the final members of the group to reply if they wanted to come, I revealed the prank and everyone thought it was a great success. Ah. Thank you. (laughs) Keep well. Unsavoury character. (laughs) I love you, Benjamin.
1: You're one of my faves. It's great, isn't it, that nobody wanted to go? (laughs) He he knew his own circle of friends intimately enough. I actually... uh, You know, I I knew a a truly unsavoury character... that
2: i don't um, doubt it i I worked
1: with a tour manager and her husband only whenever he turned up on tour and he was was a really nice bloke but he only had desserts oh god so when we went like motorway services he'd have a dessert and then we'd sit around for a bit and we'd say should we have a dessert and he'd say okay and he'd go get another one no yeah I never oh. saw him eat a savoury, so he was a genuinely unsavoury character. What wasn't oh, that?
2: I think. Is it? Do you remember the character, the uh, the comic book character? Uh, was it someone who only ate sweets? What, dessert Island Dick? No, he was Billy <laughs> Bunter. His name. He was referred to as No Savouries. The Fat Owl of the remove. Yeah, he was called No Savouries. <laughs> no Can you explain <laughs> who this is? <laughs>
1: It's a great. I didn't know he was called that. No well, Savories is a devastating some, nickname. <laughs> I think,
2: well, I'm a fr- I only know that because my dad, <laughs> and I won't name him, referred to a, a BBC colleague of his in that way, I'm afraid. <laughs> right. And um, I, I asked, you know, the etymology, and he explained it was from Billy Punter. Right. I mean, he, he was really wrong on these things, so I think it be, yeah, he was, that, that's how he was. That's um, a very he, funny That was his nickname. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. It used to be used as a. As a um, it's very cruel. It is cruel. Yeah. yeah, we won't be doing. I remember being in a, a pub in East. We won't be doing that on air. And I was, I was talking to a young lady, trying to, trying to get to know her. And I was sitting with a, a like a line of us of friends, as like, I had about six mates with me from West Midlands. And at the on the far end was a friend of mine who was a, a bigger lad. And uh, she was a Londoner. I hadn't met many of those at the time. And she said, uh, who's the R buckle on the end? And I thought, <laughs> oh, man. Obviously, at the time, I laughed. But now I look back. It was very cruel. God, that is, um, that's a bold way to refer to someone in a group of friends. Yes, I think, you know, people from the south, they're sharper, generally. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about, by the way, this morning, uh, luxuries that are rubbish. Yeah. I've included breakfast in bed, um, bubble bath. Cushions. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Simon of Sudbury, our medieval friend of the show. I'm having a cup of tea in bed as we speak. Does that Mm. count? Mm. Also, I had a mate at school nicknamed Titch on account of his surname being small.
1: Oh. Mm, put a
2: twist on it. I like
1: scary. that. Another one is massage.
2: massage. I, don't,
1: I don't like massage no? at all. No. hate it. Mm, Never I do that. It's not
2: what I've heard you say previously. I um, um, mean <laughs> it. Um, Why don't you like massage? Seriously? The first one
1: I had, somebody bought me one as a gift. And I went for the massage in um, the West End of London.
2: Genuine.
1: Uh, now it was a proper. it I know. was
2: You're very above it, like board. A, You're very above board, Frank. It was
1: a very uh, like a hurty thing. I didn't uh. like it at all. And I went. Um, I had a bit of a a bit of a funny. T- I went a bit bilious. Oh. After I was in McDonald's. Bilious banter. Yeah. I
2: went. <laughs> <at>, no <Unless> savoury. <laughs> I
1: went at McDonald's. At, you know the big McDonald's at. Um, Piccadilly Circus yes. I was in there and I suddenly felt like terrible and I remember I put my head on the table in <sighs> McDonald's
2: what a sight and um, do you think could you then say I used to be on TV well, I was,
1: <laughs> somebody told me um, I think I was still on there um, somebody told me that my toxins had been aroused Mm. And that's why I felt so awful. But I remember when I... Was was it a medieval physician? (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Did he say there was a problem with your (laughs) humour?
1: He did. There certainly was. Um, But I remember when I I got up, because I had my head on the table for about 10 minutes. I felt awful. What a sight. And when I got up, I had, like, salt embedded in my face. <laughs> my face was like a New York City pretzel. It had a, Oh, man. And that, that's massage for you. Felt yeah. terrible afterwards.
2: It's Like some great slug.
1: Oh. No, yeah, it would kill slugs, doesn't it? Yeah. It used to be a cruel thing that people did would go out at night into their garden and put salt on slugs. Is that
2: cruel? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. It does dissolve them. Yeah. yeah. But I it does the job, you. yeah?
2: OK. Well, it
1: does, does that job. job. <laughs> but, you know, that's, if you dissolve in wildlife, if that's the job you're, you're <laughs> after, great. great. Why, <laughs> why not get some sulfuric acid and take on some <laughs> of the bigger creatures?
2: As they say on 24 Hours in Police Custody, no comment. <laughs> singing, just to give it a little insight here, Frank was singing the Matey theme tune off air, mm.
1: weren't you? No, Matey's a bottle of fun is how it began, and at the end, and it goes as and opposed it, to And rum. it cleans the bath as well is how it ends. <laughs> that was when it comes I was
2: thinking. Isn't that a bit like saying, you know, a beauty ad for a, a facial toner? And, and it'll strip your doors as well. Why would you want that? Well,
1: I think, I think you know, when we were living in Albury in the West Midlands in the 70s watching this, we were saying to each other, clean the bath. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are we going to put the coal? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Now, Frank... Can I stress again, it no longer contains bleach. Mm. So if you've got some at home of the modern, you're fine.
2: Oh, it's fabulous yeah. now. It's you all right now. Show, now will. that we've all got the scars to show for it. Yes, it's, it's safe, safe to board. Yes. Uh, uh, in uh, fact, 078, rematey. It might have cleaned baths, but I can confirm it didn't do carpets much good. <laughs> back in the 70s, my young daughter was so excited when we got back from the shops with her matey, she took it into the living room, took the top off, uh, I presume was probably dancing around to, yo, mate, it's a bottle of fun, <laughs> a bottle of so fun. So much fun, she spilt it on the carpet, and you know I like zero seven eight because Go zero on. seven eight is brave enough to admit the golden carpet had a big blue patch. Forever after, gold carpet.
1: Gold? <laughs> he living with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's built media mm. in here? King Midas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like coming home, yeah, I did yeah. work
2: and seeing a lot of old media on my yeah. carpet.
1: So we had to we had to fly it we had to fly the carpet to the dry cleaners. Yes. Yeah. A whole new
2: world.
0: I like the idea of Elvis sort of conspiratorially saying you know, cleans the bath as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh I wow! You know what? She <laughs> might have found Lady Miss made it. Um, Frank, we have had so many people, Pierre, haven't we? Getting yep. in touch, sort <clears> of uh, <throat> empathising with you regarding luxuries you don't enjoy. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, for example, we'll share some with you. For example, the third frame. Caviar is overrated. Mm. Also, the extra comfy...
1: Caviar is, uh, uh, yeah, it's fine, you know, but it's not like 500 quid a spoon fine.
2: A few old black dots. Yeah. Um, Also, the extra comfy, close quotes, I presume, leather VIP chairs in cinemas, too comfortable... Makes well, you sleep and miss half the film.
1: I do. What say you? Well, I can't do a whole film, so that's oh, right. I <laughs> okay. your pardon. I saw... Um, you know uh, the way um, things are, tailor themselves to you now, so you get adverts on your phone for things you're interested in or you've been looking up and stuff? Yes. And, and you get it on Sky as well. I put Sky on and it said... Um, as you watched Naked Attraction, you might... And I thought, what? And it was, I said to Kath, have you watched Naked Attraction? And she said, yes. I thought, that's the way to handle it, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I thought, thank God it wasn't me. Anyway, I got one the other day. It's obviously based on my um, algorithm. Oh,
2: let me guess. Um, yeah.
1: It films less than 90 <laughs> minutes. <so. laughs> so they've got you. Yeah. See,
2: I don't mind the... Featuring um... people who are now over 90, (laughs) I I don't mind...
1: Yeah, I don't mind the the spy-in-the-cab element, uh, picking up stuff I like and then sending it... it Do you you,
2: you choose films based on the length?
1: Oh, I will definitely. If I see a film like 72 minutes, I think that's for me. Hmm. Yeah, Definitely.
2: Oh, I'd never do that. It is intimidating
1: well. when you see a
0: sort of 182-minute run frame. Oh, and
2: you just God, think, I, I do choose Make films. a series. Make a series. Do you search you do. for, what are your search options? I will choose them based on stars. I, I will oh, put no, into I the search, but hey, Hugh Grant, mm. if he's in it, I'm in.
1: No, I just do um, superheroes. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, Wizarding World, that's me. i <laughs> I oh, Westerns. Uh, yeah that's it Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner. Absolute radio
2: we're talking <laughs> about luxuries you don't enjoy we've got plenty, mm. Pierre, haven't we? for example, Howard oh, yeah. Greater? I find that massages make me more tense than when I came in. <gasps> (gasps) oiled up like a christmas goose (laughs) whilst a stranger rearranges my flesh for 45 minutes like Hmm. my back is a really hard rubik's cube i feel sorry for them i feel sorry for myself i feel sorry for humanity 200 pounds please
1: yes well that's it and he didn't even feel sick I, i felt sick as well
2: well you say that
1: I've had about three. How do you think I the massage feels? I've always <laughs> a horrified, I should think. <laughs>
2: yeah. What about when I had the double massage? In, what, um, what you look so. You really don't. Yeah. In uh, the Himalayas, the foot of the Himalayas. Really? Mm. Goodness. Rishi, near Rishikesh. And it was an extraordinary experience. Isn't that the Prime Minister? No, it's where the Beatles went, you oh, may oh, remember. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, anyway. With Donovan? <laughs> no, I wasn't with him. <laughs> no. How dare you, I'm not
1: that old. A couple of with Donovan.
2: <laughs> and I got offered the double massage. Yeah. I didn't really understand what it was, but I wanted to seem a woman of the world because mm. it was a luxury resort, not yeah, there, fair, like, which I wasn't paying for, and I wanted to fit in with these people. Mm. So I said, Absolutely. And, yeah. and and and, then and then I another in person and there were two turned up
1: ladies. Oh okay. Diddle yeah. diddle <laughs> diddle. Two ladies. Diddle <laughs> diddle
2: and they both um it, I felt a bit. I'll Tell you what I felt like a bit like an old pine door getting a sand down. Oh
1: really? Yeah.
2: Because one would go shh and then the other one would go shh and then the motion would you know You're talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's taken me 20 years to realize maybe that's what was going oh, on. Oh, no. Anyway, it wasn't oh. for me, but some love Double
0: it. Double massage.
2: Pierre, have we had any yeah. more? Well, uh,
0: Kelly Green says, I hate champagne, put some lemonade
1: in it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's 9 30, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Evenings and mornings, I drink vornings. <laughs> Okay, have you spoken to a doctor about? This? <laughs> That's another old advert. No one ever questioned. It's about talking about avocado e- really. Evenings and mornings. Hold it. Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last bit? Mornings. Mornings. Uh, um. Saunas, another one. Oh God, too hot. <laughs> That is probably their men. The I know, oh, but the, you know, you get men in saunas who make it as hot as they can to show that they can cope with it. Well, you can leave it at
2: men in the saunas, frankly. you. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Oh yeah, we yeah. like it. So you have to put a bit more water, yeah, to make it. Oh <laughs> man!
2: And they go over to the uh, the wooden pail, which oh, it's slightly medieval, and make set-up. it even
1: hotter. Though,
2: and they love it. There's a, there's a silence. They go over. You just hear the. Mm. I've
1: got an MBE, I don't need to keep proving myself. <laughs>
2: 593 is with you on that. Talking of luxuries we don't enjoy, I'm saying jacuzzis, horrible things. That's uh, Zoe, mm. new reader. What's the you? I,
1: I, was, I don't mind the jacuzzi, but um, there is a time limit. Apparently, if you stay in for too long, they're quite, um, they are quite—they can do damage, as yeah. yes, I understand. I don't really fit in them. No, I can see that. You'd need a big jacuzzi. And I like... I, 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 the irony is... The big jacuzzi sounds like a 1970s <laughs> film about the mob, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's just say he's the big jacuzzi <laughs> around here. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute
1: radio. Absolute
0: radio. Matt Rimmer, in terms of uh, luxuries he doesn't enjoy, fancy sausages.
1: Oh, okay. Things like uh, primrose and apricot, those kind oh, of sausages. Yeah. When they get creative, yeah. He says, "Just give me the
0: supermarket's own brand, bulked out with fat ones."
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't want to bring about some sort of Luddite <laughs> anti-all advances in uh, <laughs> food and facilities. Bonfire of the vanities. No, I don't. I don't want that. But um, you know. Candles in the bath. Mm. Mm. Seems to me that you live your life like a candle round the bath.
2: <laughs> Gillian in Glasgow, I did enjoy a hot tub until recently. Oh, gather around the fireside, boys. Mm. Sounds like one for us. I went on a Hindu to a lovely lodge with a cracking hot
1: tub. Well, one thing they love on a Hindu is a robe. Mm hmm we in robes. robe. Another thing, Frank,
2: <laughs> Frank won't go there with me on is the robe because no. if I had my way, I'd spend at least nineteen hours a day in a robe.
1: I wish okay. you'd come in to do the show in a robe. I'm anti robe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so anti robe. I don't understand what it's for. I keep saying this. Where's the Where's the robe window?
2: I'll tell. I'll <laughs> yes. tell you presently. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, back in the hot tub, Gillian in Glasgow. She's there, she's seen the hot tub, footballers tents. She's looked up. She's looked up, and what she's found is eight hens, all wearing fake tan, Mm. drinking champers in a hot tub, soon turns the water a Brussels sprout shade of green. Does it really? I thought you were going to say brown, it goes green. It turns it a green colour. Both the uh, females in the room on the show were nodding. As soon as I said, wearing fake tan in the hot tub, they knew. Green, oh, green. We've all been there. We've all is been go- there. Am I right, ladies? Is, is
1: copper in
0: it? <laughs> yes, it's a copper compound or something. Yeah. Yeah, like None of your roof. beeswax. Huh?
2: Vile, says Jillian. Luxury was nowhere to be seen anymore. We named it the friendship soup. Oh, Lovely. <laughs> now that's uh that's nice
0: <laughs> <laughs> what sort of horrible hen do with sort
1: of keeping it in, as a memento when, in jar. when you said there was like seven hens in there, I honestly thought you meant hens. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis, and every mm-hmm. morning there's a little um like a little pool a little ornate pool in the middle of the lobby, sure Is there? And every morning the uh, ducks come downstairs from where they roost in the loft. People queue up ready for them, and the do- a line of about ten ducks walk through the hotel lobby and go into the, this little ornamental pool. And they spend the day in there, and then later in the evening they make their way back to the uh, the attic. Right, it's quite a thing. Uncle- I can tell
0: you're all moved by it. Yeah, well, is that in the sort of? Uh, they make an advertising point of it.
1: Well, I bought um, some merch, which was a mallard's head on a white Elvis jumpsuit to, was, to have two like, Memphis wow. icons. A and duck I and mean, Elvis. What? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I still got it. Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute
1: Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Pierre Naville. Oh, Naville. Novelli. Novillain. Ne- mm. You can, uh, Novella. Yes. If we get called Novella.
0: Um, I got called Jean Christophe Novelli by my geography teacher. Oh,
2: okay. oh the chef.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, you can text the show at 8 12 15, Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at uk. I'm sure I used to be able to do that in one breath in my youth. I don't, I don't know if you did. okay, we all, maybe I'm just thinking back and by the way, is it true that if you have your mobile phone in the same pocket as your hotel door key, yeah, that the hotel door key will cease to operate? Oh, I've never heard that. I've heard one person suggested to me it worked on a credit card. If you, um, yeah, if you keep your phone in the same pocket as your credit card, you might not be able to do the. Um, you know the bit when you get the drawing of the snowshoe come up, and then you just hold your um, hold your I've card had that against very that. Very
2: thing happened to me in Wales, and that was the excuse cited by the reception people. I said it's. I mean, I came back. I had been working, in fairness, clutching the heels. It was one of those. Mm. And I said, I can't get into my room. It was late at night. And the gentleman at reception said, "Um, have you got credit cards, madam? And that's he claimed that's what it was. Have, have you placed it in your wallet next to your credit card? So
1: your credit, not even the phone. The phone's <laughs> not involved. Now. Your it your the credit card.
2: card, the magnetic strip, he said, had deactivated <clears throat> the strip.
1: Sorry, doesn't make any sense.
2: What, our mutual friend or something.
1: <laughs> I, so, I was... Um, <laughs>
2: Dickens
1: novel. I did a, an audio... uh Drama with Tom Baker once, and I did that, <coughs> like that. And you're all in separate parts of the room so they can record you separately to, you know, for the mix. And I won't use there was swearing in it, but I won't include that. Mix. Oh no! I he mean, said was like a chest ward in here. <laughs> Wow <laughs> uh, That is Victorian <laughs>
0: uh,
2: A chest, <laughs> uh, a chest Anyway That's what the gentleman told me He said you have to take your credit card out
1: Doesn't sound like,
2: uh, uh, You know yeah. what I think he was just making up any old thing yeah. Salute himself. But we, you
1: know, we don't know, do we? No. Don't know the uh, the properties of these things. Let's face it. Mysterious. Well, Pierre does, but I don't.
2: Pierre <laughs> speaks of the properties of love. does he? Well, I've just made it because that's a quote, isn't it? From us. Do you know the song? It's no. One of my favourite lyrics. Huh. The Joker, which you should both be familiar with. Oh, and, I know the song, but he, does he talk about the because I uh, speak. Of the properties of love. That says. would be I can't believe I think that that's what he saying. State
1: agents don't have that <laughs> on their customized <laughs> mini cars, their brand new minis. Yes. I'm pretty
2: sure that's what he says. Anyway. I don't want to talk about that. What I do want <clears throat> to talk Sorry. about. Sorry. <clears throat> it is like a chessboard. It ward. is like a chessboard in here. <laughs> um is something I came across not long ago, which is some research. Okay. This is research into gaming. Now, I know Pierre is a keen gamer, Frank. Are you a gamer, Pierre? Mm. I didn't know that.
0: I'm afraid so. I think
2: he's... Have you got one of the chairs you see on YouTube?
0: I haven't quite got a YouTube chair, but I do have a sort of better than... (gasps) Weirder than normal office chair.
2: Parker, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know those... You've seen those YouTuber chairs. They're like the football manager... Dog out chairs. I've, yeah. I've, yes. Formula they're,
0: One looking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. red and upholstered. and
0: Yeah, they look as though they maybe have sort of LEDs in them or something. Have they?
1: you seen those smart <laughs> beds? There's an advert that keeps coming up on my phone that's saying they're virtually giving away smart beds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big bed that looks like one of those chairs, but it's got like a radio and a telly and uh, like a in. phone. Oh, yeah, all in. It you
2: see, that was quite an 80s concept. I remember Harrods would often sell sort of these beds, which would appeal to let's be honest, quite a niche market. Mm. Yeah,
1: it was a bit house of the future, yeah, it
2: was but, a bit gold trimmed.
0: So, so, okay, finally, a radio built into my bed. But yeah. I've
2: got to say,
1: when I looked at it, I did think, Ooh, really, smart bed, yeah, you, ye who hateth things in bed that are not normally in bed. I know, <laughs> but um. I don't regard as radio, television as luxuries. I regard them as necessities. Yeah, and they don't leave crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Unless some I could mention. You should look it up. Apparently, they're virtually giving them away. Frank (laughs) Skinner (laughs) on Absolute Radio.
2: I was talking to you boys earlier about Mm -hmm. some research I've come across. Yes. To do with video games. Yes. Now, apparently, get this 85% of people over 65. Was it 85? Have I got that figure right? I think it was uh, a third. No, there were two different figures.
1: Oh, okay. 85%
2: saw... of people over 65 play video games at least once a week. 36, which is the third you're referring to. Yeah, every day. Play every day. Mm.
0: Are we including solitaire in that, though? No,
2: eighty-five <laughs> percent once a week is enough. <laughs> I think it, it it doesn't
1: mean that, does no, it? No, I they're, hope not.
2: They're called OAGs.
1: Uh, oh, old age gamer. oh, gamers. Our no, gamers. Yeah, yeah.
2: And they use consoles regularly to keep oh, their mind right. active.
1: Oh, to keep their mind active, my eye. They say I it helps say, boost what, their mood. Doesn't gaming utterly
0: rot your mind? It depends if you do it in the, such an uh, incredibly boring, and fact, obsessed way that I do. Yes, exactly. If I If I, if I do
1: it... Then I mean, it's it's half. I think it's how half... smart you'd be if you didn't game. I think no, with that's... you, it's a sort of it's like muzzling you.
2: He's <laughs> too smart. think. If, <laughs> unless... if he didn't game, imagine if he would. Oh no! Oh, you no.
1: think it's like a sort of a, a sedative, like in the you'd chest be ward. like that. Who's the blue guy in Do- Watchmen? <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Manhattan. You'd be like him if we didn't game you down a little. Living on Mars, hovering. Exactly. We need to
2: game him down. He needs the odd crime series to dilute him. It's true, though.
1: It's, um, I mean, I believe that, you know, it turns the, the minds of youth to marshmallow. What's do it going you? to do to my age group? Fortnite? I can't afford to look that far ahead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, it said the thing... You see, this is one stat I struggled with. 51% like to play by themselves, Mm. and then 44% play with their partner. I find that more depressing. Oh, really? I just find something so depressing. If you're going to do it, have some shame. Go into your room in your little funny Man United manager chair. It's not often
1: Get- you hear shame championed on <laughs> yeah. commercial. I say,
2: have some shame. Embrace the shame. Yes. Go into the dark room. You, you're you getting no light. You haven't earned it. Yes. Turn the lights off.
1: Well, you wouldn't be the only pensioner <laughs> not getting light this winter. <laughs> right?
2: And just eat terrible food. Just yes. accept yes. That, that that's... That's you, a sorry spectacle for an hour.
1: Well, I don't. Don't don't.
2: go into the living room and be open about it like (laughs) it's totally normal. And drag your partner into it. (laughs) I mean, walking into a room. Imagine if I walked in and you and Kath, I said hello, and you were go, oh, I, on consoles. I would be so no, depressed. No.
1: Although I did once walk into my 11th floor apartment, <laughs> and you and Kath had the lights off, oh, were we lying did. flat on your bellies, holding binoculars, looking at the man in the <laughs> flat across
2: from yeah. there. Really? <laughs> yeah. There was a reason for this, which there I was can't a go into. There was a reason, which we can't go into. We but, can't go into, but all but I can say is there were mitigating circumstances. Oh right. Okay? Yeah. And uh, we <laughs> and can't couldn't go, see us. We Real can't world, go though. into
1: it, but as an illustrative <laughs> quote, my partner was saying, to be fair to him, he might be playing online backgammon. <laughs> 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 this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.
2: So, 096 has got in touch. Yes. And has this to say, I would suggest that many older folk play games that exercise the brain keep them mentally agile and less prone to dementia. How about that? Hmm. Question mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark.
1: I know the games you mean, those sort of improve your brain power. Yes, like elevate brain I've seen people play them on um, planes and stuff, but Mm. they're they're puzzles, aren't they? And I could see those brain teasers. But this is... um, Gaming is a sort of more of a sort of slow cooker lobotomy, isn't it? (laughs) Now,
0: now, well, I would say... I would would draw a line between... I would be very (laughs) worried if I saw... Uh, a, a much older person playing something like World of Warcraft which is, is just haven't this- they had enough
1: of that in their lives <laughs> <laughs> now without adding orcs
0: into the equation
2: <laughs> it's, like it's um hashtag orcs that's, it's um that I'd play that game yeah. Yeah. if there was a game called hashtag orcs I'd be <laughs> in which plays the
1: player in awkward situation <laughs> after awkward situation that is the type of game I mean game. isn't that <laughs>
2: essentially okay. your life Frank
0: yeah. <laughs> but a game like that is essentially just the sort of opioid of, of, of gaming. Whereas mm-hmm. the sort of um I mean half of half of the the uh, Dr. Manhattan esque knowledge I have, especially about history, comes from historical gaming. Oh, right. Really? Okay. I mean it's Can you games get history about history games. It's games about history for nerds. Imagine the levels of accuracy demanded by the market. Could you get Yeah,
2: that's true. A lot oh, of angry man.
0: emails. Yeah. I think you'll find that the Sultanate of Rome only briefly preceded the Ottoman Empire being formed and the, you know just Do You know what? Wolf. Yes
2: that's my kind of man no. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but The people I, I on those
1: know. games. I didn't yeah. know those games. It's like on Twitter. I've never been on Twitter. Oh, the show is on Twitter, as you, as you know, but I'm, I'm not involved. <laughs> but um, occasionally I will see, like, a Twitter account that's by, like, uh, a historian who specialises in the Anglo, and I think, oh, I'd love to. Uh, if it was just that... Yeah. That would be great. But then some terrible person would come on and <laughs> slag me off and then I'd have to leave. Yes, mm. that's the tax, isn't it? Mm, it's a big tax. Risk I'll pie. tell you
2: what I, my struggle with the video games yeah, is the lack of sort of emotional investment. And I've watched these games and I just... If it was something where I could be... More involved on some sort of narrative arc with these characters. I see all those. They they, they are available. Exist. I've yeah. tried those ones, but I, I'm not convinced.
1: was yeah. a game for everyone. When I Is was there? growing, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, um, old age pensioners would often like, peer around the curtains, keeping an eye on the neighbours, and send poison pen letters. <laughs>
2: You knew where you stood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think that improved their literacy skills and their eyesight. <laughs> oh,
2: my God.
1: In a way. And their that... memories for Are grudges. You... Yeah, Sorry.
2: Exactly. You're lamenting the lack of poison pen letters from pensioners.
1: Well, I um, I still think, I realise this, that when I walk out, like a few um, of the shows I've done this week at the Museum of Comedy have had, like, older people in the front few rows. Yes. And I sort of haven't updated my pensioner concept, so I still think that they've been through at least one world war. (laughs) Most of them, like, uh, you know, they were disco enthusiasts, or or further on than that, you know, they they might have been new romantics when they were young. (laughs) And I think of them being sent off into the country with gas masks. (laughs) So I am a bit behind the times, but I still would defend... I think this, I mean, I just think it's going to wipe out pensioners if they start gaming. That's what I think. It's people mm-hmm. trying to save money on the flight to Switzerland. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: So Pierre has been, we've been talking about the over 65s and gaming and Pierre is selling us. This, um,
0: yeah, concept. some some of it, not not the World of Warcraft stuff. I think that's mind poison. And in
2: fairness, if you're a product of the gaming generation, hmm? then you know, as that Australian uh, politician once said, "Let a thousand blossoms bloom." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would. Um I mean, just I, it felt to me reading the article like it was just gaming companies thinking there's a whole new audience here of mm. older people. They said things like it would improve their reading skills. Yeah, so would reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if only there was something else to read other <laughs> yeah. than games. But I must say, I, I know there'll be people out there who love gaming and and it's a part of it, and I I respect that. The truth is that. Me, uh, David Badil bought his brother one of those FIFA games when me and Dave lived together. And he said, we should try it out, make sure it works, which is obviously a bit of a yes. And we tried it. We had a script to write, and we <gasps> were on the game until like 5 a.m. And I said, you've got to get this out of the house and that i think was frightened me off gaming forever yeah because i am a man who used to wake up on central reservations yeah. i i think maybe not for me but i there is a lure i can i've seen some really unusual odd ones where i thought a oh, bit that's quite interesting but i am afraid to enter i understand
2: yeah. and uh, hard relate i feel the same way about casinos yeah. Plus, plus, it's not 1973. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I would, li- I would like to <laughs> More see <the> someone. Pity.
2: <laughs> <I> would like...
0: <laughs> it would be a fun prank if you were a member of the sort of greatest generation to sort of join your grandson in playing one of the World War II games <laughs> and sort of saying, you again when Germans pop up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about? May I return as briefly? Yes. Just to the subject of luxuries I don't like. Oh, yes.
1: oh yeah.
2: Broderick London. <clears throat> says the barber blow drying my hair at the monthly visit. Mm. No likey, but I'm afraid to tell them to stop as they seem so proud of their oh, work. I'm
1: the same with the hot
2: towel.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it achieves, the hot towel, but I always say yes.
2: Is this at the barber's? And they're there
1: thinking I can't breathe, can't actually <laughs> breathe. Tell me, I don't I
2: thought you meant on the plane. No, no, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm on about a proper. What? S- super hot towel. Can, that sort of, they sort have of, to waft
0: it a bit to get it. Yeah, sort
1: of they waft it and then they curl it on your face sorry, like, a, like a poo emoji. Yes, I,
2: yeah. I, you don't get that at George Northwood. <laughs> Do you not in, of London? Can you talk me through this, please? What so he says
1: you want the hot towel, and you say yes, and then he says um, yes. Do you know
2: what it means?
1: And yes. then, you, then he puts the chair back so you you're, you're lying backwards. Mm. And then he puts a little bit of cream on your forehead and cheeks, and then he takes his towel. Ta- you can feel the heat coming off the towel before it reaches. as you say, he wafts it a bit so he doesn't um do a bit of a mighty on your face, mm. and then on it goes, and then he you know you can hear him chatting to the others and that, and you're in a world of towel yes my 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 barber does it with some force <coughs> mm. from under the chin <whistles> yeah it's um, but yeah, but I, I don't know what it does. Opens but, the paws Is that what it does? But do I want them open? If, then I'm going to walk into London's thick, <laughs> oozy air.
0: Oh, maybe not. Yeah, but we all know other. Have you not seen Sweeney Todd or something? They're always they're always covering people's faces with hot towels and <coughs> things. do they do that? Barbers, yeah. I don't know if that's the best
1: advert no, for the well, head I was say, business. I don't
2: think it was a sort of PR no, for going into...
1: I think he was wrapping their heads up for transportation. Or just steaming yes. them generally for cooking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was more, with him, I did it was more see... broiling.
2: <laughs> I did go to Sweeney Todd, stage production, dear, oh. a number of times. And I, the thing, like, my abiding memory wasn't... Oh, I was intrigued by the hot
1: town he used. No. But I
2: came away with some other thoughts. Hmm.
1: Michael oh, Ball and Imelda Staunton I saw in... Uh,
2: seen that one. Oh, that was mm.
1: they were fantastic.
2: Mick Williams, fillet Steak. Blandest tasting cut and so overrated.
1: Mm. There you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, he is um, cotless, as they say at... Um, Lab. Now, <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: going to leave you with this one, Frank Skinner, because this might. So, Andrew Donkin, poetry that doesn't rhyme. Poetry that doesn't rhyme. Oh. Give me something I have a chance of guessing or judging.
1: Oh, no, that's incorrect. Mm. By the way, Frank Skinner's poetry podcast lands on Wednesday this week. Wait for it. John Keats. Ooh. Biggie. Actually, he was five foot tall, but you know.
2: <laughs> Listen.